Bear, are you rustling again? Russell, Russell, Russell. I'm a boosh. <laughs> the dish of the day is, is is rustling through the sheets again. This is going to be a very weird season I'm a four. He's <laughs> a tree. No, you're the dish of the day. Welcome, golden gods and goddesses, to the season four finale of Rumham and Wild Cards. It's been over fifty episodes, almost fifty episode reviews, and a whole lot of laughs, a whole lot of tears, and uh, we're here. At the end of season four, we're going to wrap it up today. We're going to put this season to bed and we're going to talk about season five and what we're looking forward to today. My name is Brayden. I got Adam in the room with me. Hey, everyone. And because COVID is still a thing for some reason, Donnie's on the phone with us. What's up, y'all? And the dish of the day who is claiming he's a tree is... My friends called me spoiled leftovers, but since we don't know each other that well, you can just call me Mr. Leftovers. Mr. Leftovers. Mr. Spoiled. What were you before Mr. you were spoiled? No. What, what were you before you okay. were leftover? Yeah. Huh? What were you? I All was right. made as leftovers. Oh, like, oh, I see. How can I have some more if I haven't had any? What do you mean? It's you called meal prep. You're making leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> do you like eating five-day-old leftovers? Meal prep. Like spending the exact same amount as you would going out on groceries? Meal prep. Ugh. I love it. I love it. I'm still a sucker for it. Welcome to the season four finale, you guys. Uh, it's been a long time coming. It's been, what, over two years now? Speaking of the pandemic, we started this basically in the beginning. And um, yeah, we're here. Did we start the pandemic? We started right the COVID-19 pandemic. And you can quote me on that there's because a, nothing matters anymore. There's a correlation anymore. causation thing. You know, this podcast comes out, the pandemic starts. We take a hiatus. It starts to wind down fishy if you ask me yes strange hmm anyways uh we're talking about all the episodes that we have talked about so far on the podcast but we are focusing specifically on season four uh today's the day that we can change our scores if we feel so inclined maybe if we felt we were too harsh to an episode give it some bonus points if we were too nice to an episode take some points away it's really just kind of a free-for-all we've seen some crazy things in past season finale so we're excited to get into this if you're new welcome to the podcast maybe don't start out with this one check out an episode review that we've done or possibly a jabroni talk uh you get a better idea of the podcast from those but uh if you're returning thank you for coming back be sure to hit subscribe either way subscribe <laughs> uh hit it either way and let us know what you think on apple Podcasts by giving us a review and uh yeah Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AlwaysSunnyPod. Let's get into this today, you guys. Uh, we have a few episodes that some hosts have missed, but I think uh, the way we should do it this time around is just work our way from the bottom of the list of lists to the top. Yeah? yeah. Is, is, is that a, a good way to go about this? Sure. Um, so like I said, we're focusing on season four today. If anyone wants to bring up any other episodes, and I'm sure we will, we got some Instagram comments we're going to shout out. Um, uh, we can bring up whichever episode we would like. Uh, the list of lists, of course, if you're not aware, is every episode we have done so far on one pretty little list. Uh, you can check that out on our subreddit, our always sunny pod. That's on su our subreddit, our always sunny pod. And uh, we're just going to get into this, you guys. You ready to do this? Oh, yeah. Born ready. 
I knew you were going to say that. Dish of the day was. I was actually made in a cast iron pan. You were, someone used a cast iron pan to make spoiled leftovers. Mm. Wow. That's... Yeah, you see, what happened is if you leave the oil in and you don't season it properly, it can become rancid and you know, get into your food. So, you know, yeah, you guys want to watch out when you're seasoning your cast iron pan. Remember to keep it at an even heat. Even heat. It's all about even heat. And then don't don't forget to uh, season your crepe pans in the fall, I believe, is, is, the, is the time to season the crepe pans. What and is that? A crepe pan? Yeah. What is that? I'm not quite sure. All right. <laughs> to be honest with okay. you, I've... I've uh, just uh, you got to make crepe somehow. Oh, a crepe, crepe. I think uh, okay, yeah, a yeah. crepe pan. A crepe. I think a it's a crepe pan. pan. Whatever, whatever. Crepe pan. Crepe. Oh my god! What the hell is that? Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, let's, let's get go. into this. Like I said, list of lists. We're gonna start from the bottom, which is season four, episode eight, Patty's Pub, the worst bar in Philadelphia, the worst episode of season four. We gave it a 4.8. Uh, Donnie and myself gave it a uh, 5.4. Adam gave it a 3.7. And the dish of the day was absent. So let's talk about this episode. Let's see if we can get any more little tidbits out of it. Um, I want to turn it over to the dish of the day who is not here for the episode and uh, see what he thinks about it. Spoiled leftovers. Give us a little rundown. What do you think of uh, season four? Episode eight. Fellas, what was going on there? You guys just having an off day? What, 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 what's the deal? Talk to me. Talk to me like we're friends. I mean, this episode produces, um, excuse me, Mr. Man, this toilet is so clean you can eat off of it. Um, it is pristine. It's just in poo-poo pants. No one reads newspapers. Um. <sighs> It's just, it's, there's just, is there's your, just too much here to be giving it a 3.7 and a 4.8. Uh, the defense quotes. Is, is it only quotes that you're going to use to, 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 to defend this? I don't know. I thought it was, I thought all the characters besides for Frank was on point. I will give you guys that, that Frank wasn't there. So, you know, if you gave it a zero for the characters, I understand. I didn't because it wasn't a seasoned principal, you know, a season having no Frank is uh, on principle gets a zero, but. Just an episode, you know, maybe Frank's doing something else. So I think that was fine. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought it was funny. Did you guys not think it was funny? I mean, we don't have to rehash your your whole other episode, so I'm just assuming. I'm assuming you guys had a bad day. Um, <laughs> I my think overall we just were so score, sad that you weren't there. Yeah, uh, that's I what it was. That it, it had you to might, have you affected just, our scores. You were harshing the mellow. I mean, we can we can go through this like bit by bit if you guys want to go over it uh, a little bit more and see if maybe we could get a higher score out of it. What do, what, what My do you overall think? score was a seven point six. For the record, oh, what is, I thought what is that I change? thought it was pretty good. That was twice my score. Wow. Why'd you give it a three point seven? Adam had to be having a bad day. I th- I've First never point. heard Adam have such negative things to say, really, about an episode yet. You you kind of tore it apart, bud. This was easily the worst episode of the season. Okay. Can we, can we and, and agree on that? I'll start from there, that base. I I don't know if if I'm in agreement I'll with that, I'll get back honestly. to you on that. Yeah, because when he said that first, I did kind of think, wow, is this really the worst episode of the season? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't think it really is. I thought um, Mac and Charlie Die Part Two was less, in in terms of the humor, was less funny. 
I agree. Yeah, and with I personally that. like, I personally like this one better than Who Pooped the Bed. But watching that one, since I had to catch up on that one today, I won't leak the exact score. But I gave that one a decently higher score than I gave this episode. Looking back on it, so I'm not too sure how I feel about this episode score right now. Here's the thing: is like I don't. I don't think it's a bad episode, and I believe I said this when we were talking about it. I had very fond memories thinking back on this one specifically, um, just because of a lot of the the references that you brought up earlier. But like, I don't know. You think about the fact that this starts like a chain reaction as far as like this is the time, the first time I think we see the gang like straight up kidnap someone. So there's like a lot of crazy stuff that goes down in this in in this episode specifically that until this point hadn't happened in the show. So you know, maybe that's something to consider. I'm I'm not going to like, I mean, you know, give it a nine. Out of I 10 will say, I will say maybe, you know, we can come back to this in the sort of wrap up. I do think that season four is really where the show takes off. Yeah. Not that, not that I would say to anyone, don't start at season four or whatever. I think that's just stupid. When everyone was like, watch the show, but don't start at the beginning. Start wherever. I think that's ridiculous. But I think that in terms of the sunny, it's always sunny that people know really starts in season four. Yeah. Get a lot of our tropes. Yeah. Well, what, what do you guys think as far as like season four goes? Like, uh, is, is this the one that catapults it? Like, cause there are some fair points. There's a lot of stuff that we see in later, uh, setups and stories that occur like right now, like a lot of, uh, good, um, long play jokes and humor. I don't know. Come from this episode? I mean, like, just come from the season in general, I guess. Season episode, four in general. And this episode might be a good example of that. You know, like, we we get a real sense of the gang's desperation to be liked. We get a real sense of, like, what they're willing to do as far as pulling off a scheme goes. I don't know. I, I, think, I think there's more to consider to this episode, I, and I'm going to give a higher score than, uh, than, I, than I have. Here, I think why I didn't like this ep- episode too much was because they kidnap two human beings and they don't even as much like talk to the cops. You know, you know, no one comes for, for them. Like, I feel like it's too much. They never for... do. There's no realism to it. Like, there's I know, but I feel, I feel like, like they've this done is... much worse that the cops should have gotten involved in. Yeah, Maybe, I guess like this, you can't just like... burn down a house and the cops or fire department <laughs> yeah. not get involved. Yeah. Yeah, I just think this one, like, you could kind of argue they got away with it, just since, like, I mean, maybe throwing the dude in the trunk, like, that would have been a little obvious. No, for sure. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think there would have been, like, that many people that really would have, like, saw them. And as long as they didn't call the cops, which they... But the legal, no, the legal realities are totally out the window. You don't press charges for kidnapping. The state does that. Even if you're like, oh, I don't want to press charges for him kidnapping me, it's still a felony. Right, I'm just saying that no one would be informed other than, like, if they called the cops. Like, I don't think, like, that many people would just, like, see it, maybe. Yeah. Like, it depends. The altercation, obviously, that happened, they didn't show us the full thing, so who knows, maybe it was this obvious fucking screaming, holy shit, I'm getting thrown in a trunk, whatever. But, you know, uh, it was a good story. It wasn't executed well, I think. You know, I, I'm just rereading my notes. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they they leave a bar. I'm just thinking, yeah, just yeah, just with a fresh mind right now, how I feel about that episode. I just think it's better than 
you said a five point something I gave. I have to give higher than a five point something for that. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Uh, I don't. I don't know. know. I don't know how to give an accurate change, but what did what did you say? I had it at five you, point what? You, yeah, you gave it a, a five point four. Uh, let me five point four. Yeah, a five. I'll just go to six point four. I'll give you it just one give firm it one, point. One higher. extra. So that's yeah. gonna tie it up. Mm, with... We're gonna call that a one firm point all across the board. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. That's going to put it up with the likes of the gang finds a dumpster baby and gun fever for you. What do you think of that? Is that more accurate? Uh, I would say so. I definitely think it's way better than dumpster baby. I'm not the biggest fan of that episode, but yeah, I'd say that's a lot more realistic. Okay. Um, I'm like I said, I'm gonna go higher with it. Um, when I look at like the episodes that surrounding like for my list, uh, I I don't know. I like I like this more than a lot of the episodes we talked about so far. I think six point four is actually pretty astute. So you know what? I'm gonna match Donnie's score again. I'll give it a whole extra one. Uh, just just for the heck of it, six point four for me. Just like that St. Baldrick's donation matching. Am I right? What a throwback. Uh, Adam, what what do you think? You're going to keep it 3.7? Yeah. You're going to be the anchor on this one? Yeah. That's fine. Dish of the day, would you give it one more time? Is that the- his lowest? Oh, no. go ahead. No, let's hear it, Dish. 7.6. 7.6 from the Dish of the Day. Uh, yeah, this is currently Adam's least favorite episodes. This is this is the one. Yeah, overall least? Yeah, this is, this is where he draws yeah, okay. the line. <laughs> He can't. He can't. Uh, he can't handle Gorman being kidnapped. All right, folks. Uh, after it's all said and done, and our new score is wait. Were there? Were there? Were there? Did it get too personal? Were there diabetes jokes in that one? I think it had a diabetic no. cat. Yeah. Oh, he did have a diabetes. Was that? That's not why. Were you why. offended? Not at all. I that's gonna get you. Not we didn't even put a trigger times. warning on the episode. I'm no, no, no. So sorry, it just, dude. It just popped into my head last second. I said, I said to make sure. Uh, that's that's, that's going to get you over the multiple times they said faggot. No. Jesus. <laughs> um, that is like... No, not at all. Again, a, <laughs> another terrible thing that they set up in this in this episode is just like the the rampant homophobia. Except, I think we get that from the very first episode. It was a actually. bit like too much, like to, to the point where it wasn't funny sometimes. You give a... Oh my God. You literally give points for the felonies they commit, dude. Yeah. And this is too much? Yeah. This is just this mostly is felonies, much. the whole I don't know, thing. In, in this, should be your te- this should be their opus dude, for you. Like, in 2022, you- the hard hard T. Dude. Dude, you can't be out here doing that. Oh, my yeah. goodness. All right. Well, uh, but D, on, I will say in that episode, D has one of my favorite lines she's ever said. Where she, where, of course, I called him that. He ordered a Chardonnay. What else was I supposed to do? That, it's a good line. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's it's classic. Client, yeah. And now this episode is number forty out of forty six. We bumped it up to an even six out of ten. Good work, fellas. Uh, up next, we got Mac and Charlie die part two. This is or we can't talk about part two without talking about part one first. Are, are we in agreement with that? Should we do part one before we aye. do part two? Aye, aye, Captain. Let's get on Mac and Charlie die part one. We put this episode in the top 10. This is number six for us. This episode got an 8.1. Uh, Adam enjoyed this episode the most. I enjoyed this episode the least. I kind of hated on both of these episodes, part one and two. We got Donnie with an 8.2, Adam with an 8.6, Dish of the Day with a 7.9, and myself 
with a 7.8. That's a lot of numbers. Let's just talk about it. This is part one of uh, Mac and Charlie die. Faking their death. What, what, what do we think, guys? Pretty fair? I don't, I don't remember exactly when the story splits from part one to part two. Oh, Marone. Say, oof. <laughs> I'll easily say that whole part one and part two combined is eights or higher. So 8.2 for part one, I think, is a very fair score. If you don't remember, if you guys haven't listened yet, uh, our basic consensus was that part one was top 10 worthy. Uh, part two deserved to go to the bottom. We did not like it. I don't know. I I think I pretty much hold the same virtue. I'm I don't know. All the steam was in part one. Really, the only funny parts about part two were Mac interaction with the mob. Yeah. You guys just play cards and eat red meats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Realistically, it should all be one long episode or whatever. I get why they just have to do it in two. Just make them normal lengths. But yeah, I would say it's like more fair to grade it as one whole episode together. Mm-hmm. But since we had to do them separately, yeah, I mean, I think that makes sense. It was very slow and dry and not the greatest in the second half. But it was necessary and it tied it all together and made sense. Because you got to remember, like, what happens in part one versus part two, you know? Like, part one has the crazy poppers and the, the jumping out of the car at the last minute explosion, like, setting up this hilarious story. Uh, the weird glory hole uh, side plot with with uh, Danny DeVito and Glenn or Dennis and Frank, you know I don't I don't know I don't know. It's it's good. I think we should get to to part two. I don't really have much to add. What about you guys? You want to change your score at all? Mm-mm. I'm leaving it. You gonna leave it? That's fair. All right. Um, so that leaves season two or episode part two. Oh my goodness. Part two. I'm just having something so many problems. It's something, you know? Uh, so part two, we hated on, as I previously mm. mentioned for, for the most part, not, I don't know. Uh, we gave it a 5.8. Uh, Adam gave this episode a 6.9. Hey, yo. Disha day gave it a 6.4. Uh, Donnie gave it a 5.4 and I gave it a 4.7. I will be the first to jump in the water. I would like to increase my score by 0.5 points to give it a seven. Thinking back on it. Um, I don't think I gave enough points to, uh, crickets, hips and nips. Got to keep it sexy. Mm -hmm. Um, the Don was also very good. Um, yeah, I think, I think I might've been unfair. That's fair. This is my least favorite episode, and uh, that yeah, after what you said, uh, I, you know, I you gotta appreciate the the wildness that Cricket brings to this episode. Uh, their ability to use him as a scapegoat so easily, uh, the manipulative tactics we see, and just sheer stupidity and hilariousness between the mobsters and Mac. Uh, this episode should not. This should not be my least favorite at all. There are ones that are way dumber than this, and uh, I'm going to change from a 4.7 to, let's go with, hmm. Big money, big We're money, waiting. no whammies. No whammy. 5.9. Mm. 4.7 to a 5.9. Cool. That sounds about right to me. What about you, Adam? I mean, I gave the highest for that episode. You know, I like it. 6.9. Nice. Yeah. Keep it right there, right there. 
All right, Donnie. Uh, yeah, again, I think it's slightly unfair that we have to grade these separately, but that's how they chose to release it, so it is their fault. Um, so <laughs> I'm not going to give too much credit. Registered. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't want to give it too much credit, but I'm going to give it a little bit more. I'm going to go to a six. Okay. Donnie yeah. changes to a six. I think I think that's all fair because yeah. um, no one's no one's really like mentioned that episode specifically as far as like you guys got this wrong. This needs to be at the top. So um, no one really defends it that much. So I'm glad that we we went and and uh, did that. So uh, that's going to be a six point five for the new score. Nice. That is going to put this episode at. Number 31. It's going to be, it's going to jump up a whole 10 places to the middle of uh, the list, basically. It's fair. Or getting close to the middle of the list. Interesting so far. We've, we've now like swapped out, we've raised the score of two of these episodes. So our new lowest episode that we've ranked is. Uh, season four, episode eight, the worst bar in Philadelphia. And now we're going to move on over to season four, episode three, America's next top Patty's billboard model contest. What do you, what do you guys think? Uh, 6.1 is what we gave it. This episode is number 38 for us. This is going to be episode number th- uh, 38 out of 46, right towards the bottom. Uh, Adam gave it a 6.9. Donna gave it a 6.2 and myself in the dish of the day gave it a 5.6 ourselves. Uh, I think it's fair as, as funny. Yeah. As this I don't want to change is, that. There's a lot of just, there's a lot to not like in this episode. If, if I can be so bold, I feel like as you know, a, a professional chef because I am a dish, so I might as well be the chef you know, if, if if you taste something and it doesn't, you mention something, you're like, oh, this episode, and it doesn't exude flavor. I'm mm-hmm. not going to adjust my score. Exude flavor. I like that. I like that. You make it sound like um, we're enjoying something that was made specifically for us, but in this case, it was uh, made 20 minutes ago in the back room and left under a heat lamp, and that, mm, that's delicious. what this episode feels <laughs> By like. By a microwave. Mm. The, you know the dinging of the the it's ready bell really drones out the uh the uh microwave going off if you just go ding ding they're gonna be like oh wow the food's ready they're not gonna be like oh is that a microwave back there anyways uh next up on small town diners wait i'll i'll, I'll change my score for that one. Oh, yeah we have a late contender oh. all right you gotta explain why though i i i did some math you did meth Oh yeah, a lot. No, I I did some math and I I compared at the small town diner. I I, <laughs> I compared um the score that I gave for quotes for this episode with the one for um the one where they kidnapped the people. I don't even remember the name of that one, but I I gave them the gang gets extreme. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No. wait. You got to clarify. Wait, no. <laughs> worst bar or gang gets extreme? Worst bar. I think you're talking about yeah the one we just talked about. So worst bar, yeah. so I'm out. And to be honest, I, I think that um, they're kind of the same in quotes Okay. for my score, scoring it. So I, I, I'm, I'm changing it to from a 6.9 to a 
I'm bringing it down. Oh, you're going to be the first one to say that something should go lower. This is a concept that we haven't like we, we've really, done this before. really done. We've, we've other, done it other a couple seasons. times, but it's more hey. common for us to go up. Uh, just because, just you know, I'm trying to be fair with the way that I'm scoring things and I'm trying to. Yeah, that's that's savage of you. Hey. Doing it for the people. Hey. Hey. Respect. Look at this guy, guys. He hey. wouldn't. He wouldn't give anything less than a than a eight season one. Now look at him. Hey, I don't know if that's true. Uh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> it was close to true. It, it was kind of close to true. <laughs> but we love Adam, and uh, we're Who? we're all intrinsical parts to this working gear of this obviously golden podcast here. All right, guys, what are we going to talk about next? What's oh. Up? Real quick, though, new score puts it at a six. So we have two episodes that have a six now in season four. Gang and cracks we lost the dish. Oh, we lost the dish. Mm-hmm. Oh, there he oh, is. There we go. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I don't know what happened. I just got kicked out or whatever. Yeah, I don't know why you got kicked out, but we had to start a new one in eight minutes anyway. So it worked out. Oh, OK. The gang cracks the Liberty Bell season four, episode 11. Yes, uh, we were without yes. Adam. So, Adam, I'm gonna hand it over to you to lead the charge on this one. All right, talk to us. What do you think of the gang cracks the Liberty Bell? Um, if I'm not mistaken, is it the is it the the, the first episode where we have the format of them telling a story in front of like an official? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the like normally they're in front of a courtroom or something. Yeah, I think there's something to. I'm say. I'm kind of looking over all of them, and I think it is. I think there's something to say for that, like something like big. I don't know. Um, that being said, I didn't love this episode. I thought the story was eh. Um, mm. it was a lot of fun. You know, I the story is what if we just bring our characters back in time, which is fine. That's a fine thing to do. No problem. Yeah, I think the story by nature, took the back seat in this episode. Oh, so time travel is just fine with you? <laughs> All right. Honestly, yeah, it kind of is. It, it kind of is. Um, characters were pretty great for what they were. We saw Cricket. His okay. head exploded. Who, uh, who was your favorite there? In the entire who, who, episode? Who, who brought it, like, that whole episode? Mm, Dennis. Okay. Dennis and Mac, but mainly Dennis. It's just their reaction to things. When they break character and like, what do you do? The, mm-hmm. it, 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 the reactions to things are very on point in this episode. It's like they're, uh, it's like how we were talking about. It's like they're bickering in real life, so that way they have to bicker within the story of it, like how they're telling it to the official. Um, what what else did you think? Um, hmm. <laughs> Charlie, he's like, well, the year was fourteen twelve. It was seventeen seventy six. He said it was actually eighteen forty six when it. Ha- actually cracked but you know that's the quote was well it was was, the year was 1412 and then max says it was 1776 funny i tried to do you You proud i tried to (laughs) do the as much research on it as i could i tried to i was like if adam was here he'd be giving us the full rundown of it you know i'm not really too interested in in the liberty bell uh, history but (laughs) it was washington's birthday It, it it is kind of it is kind of like funny how it's like it is just kind of like tossed to the side until like the very end of the story, you know? Yeah. It's yes. That, that is funny. Yeah. And then they put, who's the guy who runs with the lantern on his head? What's his name? The headless. I, why did I want to go say Paul Revere? The headless horse. <laughs> Ichabod Crane. Ichabod, Ichabod Crane. Yeah. That's cool. 
Um, <laughs> Paul Revere. Um, uh, the whole furs for pumpkin scenes was very funny. Yeah. Um, Mac draws royal smut. What else do I Mark, have? Here? Is that just a note you have that says Mac draws royal smut? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey. Um yeah. Check this out. Yes. yes. Um we have to make sure we are not on the losing side. Mm-hmm. But of course they're always on the losing side because it's a gang. And it's their general modus operandi. So I think it's good. I, I gave this an overall five point four. And here's why. I, I gave it a zero for the wild card because they were trying to thwart the revolution. <laughs> They're you, traitors. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. It's 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 almost poetic. Yeah. You know? I, I can't argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> so story eight, characters eight, quotes four, humor eight, wild card zero. And I'll, I'll, I'll do the math again. Strong arm with the wild card zero. Gotta love it. You know, I can respect I would, uh, I can respect I would recommend you change your humor to 10 because it was fucking hilarious. But I understand you had to give it a zero wild card. You have your proclivities towards this great nation. And, you know, you, I can't fault you for that. I think a 5.6. Yeah. You know what? I just think it's it's good that we have someone who loves America so much sitting in that chair across from me. I just think we you should know. be blessed both as podcast producers and and you guys as the listeners okay tucker carlson just take it know, down a notch just know that that green <laughs> m&m is no longer hot and all that right, really okay. really upsets me all right me. here we go somebody what are stop they gonna him. do next first lola bunny cut his mic off first no. lola bunny and then the green m&m stop. what's next Minnie mouse fucking christ what's next what is next guys yeah. terrible when when i growing up because i had a lot of older siblings and we always we had the m&m costumes all of us and I mm-hmm. guess the only you one... You all wanted to be the sexy M&M? <laughs> <laughs> I want to wear the heels. The, the only one left was the green one. And I, I was I was the green one. And then when I was like five, when I was like maybe 10, someone was like, you know, that's like the girl one. I was like, what? <laughs> I wanted to be the J.K. Simmons one. <laughs> or the Fry one from Futurama. Um, Billy West. I, um, yeah. 5.8. I, I, 5.8. I, I changed my humor score. So yeah, let's go 5.8 on that one. Okay, so easily swayable. Uh, when it's <laughs> I laughed, and we're streamlining this one. I laughed a lot when unless I watched when it. it. Unless it comes to thwarting the revolution, yeah. then he can't be moved. That's <laughs> a zero. We don't we don't joke about that. No, this great country of ours. And I'm just saying the green M and M. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay, again. we already did that bit. Uh, this is tied up with Mac and Charlie Die Part Two with a six point five. Now, uh, both of them sitting pretty at thirty out of forty six. Let's move on to Dennis Reynolds and Erotic Life. This brought us uh, Rob Thomas uh, smacking Dennis's testicles. Uh, of course, Sinbad, uh, the uh, Stigmatas, and uh, many other wonderful things, all played by the soundtrack of Bovine Joni. Rob Thomas! We were all here for this episode. Uh, we gave it a 6.8. It's uh, sitting at number 25, I believe, right now. Uh, the Dish of the Day gave it a 6.9. Adam gave it a 7.8. Donnie gave it a 6.6. And I gave it a 6, which I think is fair, so I don't really have much to add on this episode. What do you guys think? I like it. I think it's a good spot. Yeah? I think it's good where it is. Yeah. We Same. don't really have anything else to add we, to we this one. We hashed it out on that episode nope. pretty well. 
We got a couple um, DMs about uh, Donnie not knowing who Rob Thomas was. I thought that was kind of weird. I didn't expect so much Rob Thomas love in 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 the Instagrams, but just just breaking the skin. Still don't know who Rob Thomas is. I'm just so scared ocean. that I'll never get put back together. You you you've had six months to listen to one Matchbox Twenty song, mm-hmm. and you have Spotify, right? I'm sorry, uh, Rob. Uh, yes. Okay, so you can subscribe to us on Spotify. First of all, cheap plug. Uh, second of all, uh, just just listen to some Matchbox Twenty, dude. Beat his testicle. Beat his testicles. Beat his testicles. If you don't, we'll beat your testicles. Mm. Do we? Do we really have nothing to add to this? Okay. Well, uh, Dennis Reynolds and a lot. I'll add that. Uh, fuck. What's that guy's name again? Rob Thomas. His birthday's in four days. Oh, happy birthday, Rob Thomas. Well, by the time yeah. this comes out, it'll February fourteenth. Sorry, it's Valentine's Day. It's his birthday. Ooh. But anyways, what a ladies' man. I hope oh, someone. Oh, hope someone's got shit. that lucky boy locked up. <laughs> uh, Rob Thomas, you single? Is Rob Thomas married? <laughs> he's got to be married. There's no we way. He's imagine this he's episode still off. We forgot to start this episode off with like a celebrity death shout out, and that's oh. ab- upsetting because I had a whole thing. Who? Yo, rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Fuck I just you. found out he died. Real what? You just, dude. But fucking on. No, nah, dude. He died in actual... prison. Oh, I love Bernie Mac. That was a, that was one oh, of the first ones that hurt me. That was like, whoa, man. Did you guys awesome. see how Bob Saget died? Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Something about getting hit in the head or something. Yeah. yeah, he. I guess he just hit his head and then. He, he thought he was fine or whatever, and he went back to sleep. And then he had his brain was bleeding, and he, yeah, he, his brain bled. Yeah, he died. You know, that's insane. That's why you don't like, fall asleep. I'm assuming when you get the if concussion, th- right? Yeah, but I'm saying like he obviously like because he was. They said there was no drugs or alcohol in his system, so like assuming like he just hit his head and thought he was fine. Like what if? Like it's crazy. Like you don't even know how hard he hit it. Like he literally could have thought he was fine. Like anyone could hit their head and be like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Any of us and, like, he was taken away no at idea. any time. Yeah. Trevor insane. Moore kind of died like accidentally too, you know. It's yeah, I didn't hear the full story, but yeah, just super random. Yeah, I don't know. Let's move on now that now that yeah, we've please. now that we've taken it to that cheer, you know. Let's let's get extreme extreme makeover uh, home edition. Oh, actually, first we 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 got a couple more before we get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next, we gave this episode a six point nine. Max banging the waitress. Nice. Season four, episode yeah, four. Uh, Donnie gave it a seven. Disha, they gave it a 6.4. Adam gave it a 7.3. And I gave it a 6.8. Pretty much even across the board when you look at it. Uh, we all kind of agreed on this episode. So I don't really see us revisiting this one again. What, what do you, what do you I think? I refuse to change any banging episode to anything other than a 6.9. <laughs> we have somehow managed to, without collaboration at all made it so that Mac bangs Dennis's mom and Max banging the waitress both got a 6.9 and not only that are nice the, are the only episodes that we have given that to you are children we are children let's go nice <laughs> let's keep it that way disgusting Mac and Dennis manhunters you know it's disgusting hunting human hunting man most, most. dangerous game oh. oh sorry I didn't mean to steal your no it's fine you, you good. Uh, seven. It's got a seven from us. It's number 21 currently. Uh, Donnie gave it a 6.6. Donnie, uh, Dish of the Day gave it a 6.5. Adam gave it a seven. And I gave it 7.7. I gave it the most love. Uh, and let me tell you why. This episode has everything. 
you got Dennis and Mac going buck wild. They're just on a mission to get cricket and do, you know, little little gorilla masking, some terrible stuff. Uh, so you got that sunny ridiculousness. And then um, you got cricket, of course, which I will always give bonus points for. Uh, Frank constantly confusing his life with that of John Rambo is really funny to me and all the humor that is surrounding his storyline. Uh, there's just a lot of good stuff in this episode. Uh, I'm not changing from a 7.7. I think it's pretty good right right where it is. I don't really want, I'm going to be honest, I don't really want to change any of the scores that I have so far or for the season. It seems like we just wanted to give a boost to the bottom so far. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move it over to Donnie. Donnie, what would you think? I'm fine right where I'm at. Yeah, 6.6 for you. Yep. Uh, Disha, yep. Day, what do you think? You hated on this episode the most. Why? You can't bring me down. Not right now. My nips <laughs> are hard right now. Um, yeah, I just didn't think that it 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 had all those had all those things going for it. Uh, in general, this was probably one of the first serious forays into the Mac and Dennis storyline, and I think that they get funnier as they go, like with the suburbs episode, which is out of this world, and this one just this wasn't that. But this episode had to walk so the suburbs episode could could run, you know, like this episode has to lay. Oh, the I didn't know work. we were going to the one liner store. Well, I got to say something of we're use just going to throw out one liners. I say something of use while, while folks are listening to this. We can't just be boring all the time. You know, I had uh, to make that comment walk so you could make your punchline run. I reused it. How does that make you feel? Uh, that makes me feel even worse. I'm going to genetically engineer a baby who's born to run now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that um this episode is is pretty mid. It's pretty mid? Yeah. You don't you don't have you don't have the 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 craving, mm. you know, after watching this episode, you don't have the urge, the you don't you don't get the you don't get the insatiable uh, feelings within you mm -hmm. watching D and and Charlie consume what's possibly human meat. I'm, I'm How gonna, dark does it need to go for you? Is that crossing the line? I'm not gonna lie. Out of everything in in this shit, like cannibalism is the most off-putting thing. Like, you did I say that. I don't like it. Yeah, so it's weird. Th this is another one where you draw it, the line: I, kidnapping yeah. and cannibalism. Kidnapping, not so the much. The profile of Adam <laughs> loves the revolution, hates cannibalism. <laughs> Gave a ten out of ten for letting them use the hard R in episode one. Oh yeah. Jesus. The balls to do that in 2005. Come on. All right. Here's the thing. If none of you guys are going to bump it up, I'm going to bump up my score because you know what? We're just talking. Somebody about stop it. this man. I don't. I don't. I don't think I. I appreciated it enough. Uh, dare I say? I like it more than the Nightman cometh. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and give this episode <gasps> an even eight, tying it up with the gang gets invincible because that's just what this episode deserves. Yeah. Uh, doesn't really do much as far as this episode is concerned, though. It gets literally one-tenth of a point added to it. So my my point is futile. Anyone else got anything else to add about Mac and Dennis Manhunters, the first episode of this season? I thought it was just fun. I Nothing think that they special. were wearing winter camouflage in an urban environment. <laughs> and And that's something we should all learn from, you know. Somehow, whatever. Uh, who pooped the bed? Donnie, you missed this episode. 
What do you think about it? I'll Explain. let you. I'll, I'll let you leave. <laughs> Johnny, you missed this Happily. episode. What, what? Happily, I'd miss it every time. Um, oh, you don't, really? like, don't like it. It's, oh no! Like really not. And I will be fair. I bro, do everybody think... poops. Oh well, no! Facts. Um, but I will say that I think this one suffers heavy from the Nasta. I think every time I watch it, it's just less and less valuable, mm. funny. Not like there were as definitely funny there were second time around, really. Yeah, there was definitely still a couple lines that I was watching today where I was like, All right, like it made me laugh, and I'm sitting in a room by myself, like that was kind of funny. So I definitely gave it more credit than I'd originally planned going into. I kind of thought this was always one of the episodes that I could just, if it got deleted, I'd be like, Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, whatever. I gave it more, I gave it more credit than that after watching it again today. It was better than that. Um, I don't think it's really towards the bottom of my list anymore. Um, but yeah, I'm just not that fond of the story. It's it's kind of boring and dumb, honestly. Um, the it's characters were childish. good. Obviously, we get Artemis. Yeah, it was. And again, they do childish stuff, but like to me, like but, it wasn't like childish and creative. Like it was just, just dumb. Like it was just very boring and stupid. What about the but, murder uh, mystery at the end, Hercule Poirot? <laughs> we solve the crime. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> Artemis is bleach asshole. That's funny. Obviously, every time I think that gets me, it's just like just out of nowhere. Just first thing you say on a date. Hi, I'm Artemis. I have a bleach asshole. Like that'll make me laugh every time. Um, D really trying to like live the sex in the city life and like be in the show, essentially. Like, I think that plays more than I gave it credit for. That's pretty funny. And it's like very D. Um and then obviously when she's like the terrible influence on the the waitress making her go back into alcoholism and she's like, just hold a drink. Like, even though you're at a bar and you're an alcoholic, just hold a drink. Like, you don't need water or whatever. So, like, there were some parts of it that I guess were funnier than I had originally given it credit for. Um, right. And we did. This is where we find out about, like, Charlie's notebook, I'm pretty sure. I don't think yeah. we, like they referenced it before. So, again, I wrote that down. I had to give a little bit of bonus for that. Um. Yeah, other than that, I gave the story a five. I gave the most credit to the characters. I gave it an eight. The quotes a six. The humor uh six as well. And then five wild card for five bleached assholes. <laughs> so what's your total? So there? I think uh it's a six. Okay. Not, not bad. So yeah, I mean I think yeah, it's a that's very fair. average score. I mean, most people, you know, with this episode, like we said, it's a love or hate. So I think most people would have given it like a one or a zero if they didn't give it upwards of eight. So I'll take your six. Yeah. The fact Donnie and I are both kind of middle of the road for this is is not what I expected. Having said that, this does do some damage to the score, guys. This is going to bop the episode down from a 7.9. It's going to go down to 7.5, which is going to put it now outside of number 10 status. What do you think? Does it deserve to be off of our top 10? Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know if deserve is the right word. Every episode deserves to be number one. They're number one in our heart. This is a fair outcome. Uh, I think like, it definitely had some moments that were very, very always sunny that you'll only get in this show. But I think there was like a couple of those moments and then just the rest of it was just somewhat dull. So I could see how it is a very love-hate episode, but I think, again, if you're a true Always Sunny fan, I think you at least have to respect and acknowledge the like very Always Sunny things that they do in this episode, whether it was overall good or not. I think going into season five, it's time. 
that this show, that this episode goes down a little bit. Because, you know, things are going to be sliding on a scale. We got to make room. We got to make room. Everyone can't be at the top. You know, I, I, love, I love what we have at the top now. But it's not going to be at top, not going to be at the top when we're done with season five. Mm-hmm. Season five is, is hit after hit. That's, well, well, we'll talk about that here in a second. But before we do that, let's talk about The Gang Solves a Gas Crisis, season four, episode two. We gave it an 8.4. This is currently our third favorite episode out of everything. This is number three for everything we've reviewed. Donnie gave it a nine. Adam gave it an 8.9. Dish of the Day gave it an 8.2. And I gave it a 7.4. I'm willing to give more points here if you guys can, like, like explain to me again why you love it so much. Hmm. Talk to me about this episode. Or Without, do you guys think it's fair? Do you guys think I could go down to number three uh, out Charlie's, of everything is Charlie's accent? That's all I'm going to say. But that doesn't carry the whole episode. No, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, for sure. Weak argument, Adam. I'm not even gonna oh, dive. Donnie. Oh, sorry, but no, I'll go no, first. Donnie, go for it. Yeah, go <laughs> I'm for not it. even gonna dive deep into the episode. Um, I just think front to back, this is literally one of the funniest episodes, and it's the opposite of what I was saying earlier. I don't think there's a term for it, but it's opposite of NAFTA. I think I can as watch this as many times. Time around, mm-hmm. yeah, there, yeah. I'll, AFTA. I could watch this as many times, <laughs> and I don't think it loses anything. Any comedy, any humor. Anything. See, I feel that yeah. way. You guys gave me shit for it, but I feel that way about Dennis as a registered sex offender. So, but, you know. But about gas crisis, are we going to miss the obvious here? It's where wild card comes from. You know, it, it's our namesake. And Come on, it's the wild saying. card. There's so much in this episode. I want to fill you up. <laughs> I feel like I feel like, <laughs> like a seven point four as the low hilarious. end is. I feel like I feel like what we got going right now is is honestly fair for this episode. Maybe the know. dudes are babies. This is a strange bank. <laughs> Guys, again, throwing just saying quotes at me isn't going to get me to Sometimes it gets me. To so you were planning on killing me. <laughs> I'm going to kill you if you the keep going of, here. The point of me doing it is I don't think there's that many episodes that you really just can we can talk about the title and then I can just quotes randomly just pop into my head. Like that's why I was just throwing them out there. Like, who pooped the bed? The bleached asshole is the only thing I'll ever remember from that, and that's only because I watched it today. I would have forgot that that was from this episode. if I didn't I remember it. it because it's now my standard date line. <laughs> it is, what it is, is like... I remember the line. I want to feel you remember it's from <laughs> no, this episode. It, like, it's a very... Um, and I'm trying hard not to make this sound bad, like, standard, like, good episode of this show where, like, there's a solid example of all the things the characters do and, and their personalities and their quirks and the way these stories go and like how they make wrong decisions without realizing they're wrong decisions. There's a lot of good examples of what makes it's always sunny. Good. Um, so again, I think the fact you guys were looking at nines and 8.9s and whatnot, the fact I want to give it a 7.4 is like totally fair. If anything, I'll go 7.5 with it just to increase it on my personal stats because I feel like I should give it more love. It's not going to do anything for our total score, but I'm going to change it and just give it a 7.5. Okay. Brayden, if you don't bring me a higher love, I'll lose my mind. Bring me a higher love. Copyright. Mm, shit. Not again. I just got to know. I don't, I don't know think it's copyrighted if you either. sing it. Yeah, I don't know. I know. If you hit those notes fucking perfectly, they might. 
Yeah. Nips and nips and hips. You gotta make it nips sexy or else I don't eat. But uh the the other reason I'm not going to go super crazy with bumping it up is because I think the next episode we're going to talk about is um, borderline 10 out of 10, and it's Sweet D has a Heart Attack, Season 4, Episode 10. We gave it an 8.5. I gave this episode a 9.8. That's Adam, why I made the Steve Winwood reference. Adam gave it a 9.6. The Dish of the Day was not here, and Donnie gave it a 6.2. Ooh, I, oh, I can't wait to hear what he says. So... Dish of the I'm day. coming at this one. I'm coming at this one with an 8.9. Wild card is 7.5 yes! for seven dollars and fifty-five cents, which I still think yes! is the minimum wage. Nice. Um, Pepe Sylvia, man. You know, I don't have to say anything more than that. Donnie, give him a give him a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> this this the the whole mayor room back and forth. Then they sing Day Bow Bow. Come on, this is this is. It's always sunny. If I was if uh, if. I don't know. It's difficult to say, you know, we've said before, like, oh, if I was going to show someone an episode for the first time, knowing what I know about the characters, even if I only watch these four seasons, this episode is the culmination of season four. It is. And I think you're totally hitting it on the head with that. This this episode has everything that we're looking for in this show. Like, I, I know it sounds like I said that about the past one, but that's like everything happens this is everything cranked up to 10 basically frank is literally off the rails this episode he is buck wild and we get some insane references that like you know uh, really lets you ask cinephiles i will say references we enjoy (laughs) seven um i will say (laughs) that you know we we can give this episode love and all that i did think the disconnectedness of the three stories was a markdown so i didn't you know give it a a full 10 um i I did mark it down uh in that regard plus you know the wild card being the minimum wage being what it is but uh i will say this episode definitely holds a special place in my heart so the question now is donnie are you going to stick with your 6.2 having heard all of this uh yeah um those are like two scenes of the entire episode which are amazing scenes that mouth. stand out but again i mean it's similar to who pooped the bed is if i forgot that those two scenes were from this episode when i hear sweet d has a heart attack i don't think of those scenes like that's not like i don't remember this entire episode being hilarious really back this and that like, i do actually in a sick, twisted world, I do actually understand that line of reasoning. No, it I get to be that. In my case, in my case, when if somebody says Pepe Sylvia and bangs on the wall, I got boxes of Pepe. I know it's from this episode. That's classic. That's what's spread around the world. It, it's insane because I'm the complete opposite. I can think of every story in this episode and vividly picture each scene in chronological or like I I'm the opposite of this. I feel this is the interesting part of us doing this is because we're all gonna have this at some point and the question is which one is going to make all four of us feel it mm. and it mm. really hasn't happened yet it's mm. happened on the next one that we're going to talk my about my money's on the water park mm. but yeah. it's a while from now i think it's, there's maybe it's a ways away before then but for sure yeah we're seeing it in season five we have to you you know where we were supposed to see it the nightman cometh but before we get to that this episode now has an 8.6 after the dish of the day has thrown his opinion into the ring this episode is still number two for us let's get to it the nightman cometh uh i'll i'll say it you know maybe i messed up not not giving it <laughs> so high of a score um people have said that's 
ludicrous that this episode didn't get a perfect 10. Uh, Yo, we, fuck him. Johnny Bravo go Delta with, wants to know uh, what Jabroni didn't. Delta. He goes, what Jabroni didn't give Nightman 10s. Uh, you guys can go listen to the review to figure out uh, which which one of us jabronis didn't give it a ten. But all of us. What do you What do you guys think? Uh, nine point four from Donnie, nine point six from Disha Day, nine point four from Adam, and a seven point eight from me. Yikes! I think, I think that you should never bow down. You should go. You should go with what's in your heart in terms of uh, criticism from other people. As 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 a member of the anti gun fever squad. <laughs> You're still holding fast on that. 0. 0.6 out of 10. Uh, what what else do you guys think? Why why should I succumb to these bullies? Mm. I well, I think honestly, if we would have graded this episode as one of like the first 10 we did or 20 even or whatever, like if it was in the first half, I think we would have probably gotten some tens or multiple tens. Uh, I think we've just become professional critics of shows now. That we're like really looking to dock points here and there for certain things, or we're not as generous and as like general, I guess, mm-hmm. with like everything. It's not like, oh, this was hilarious. So I'm giving it a 10. It's like, oh, this was really funny, but like these two characters didn't go over the top like I want. So I'm giving it a nine. So, like, I think we've just become a little more of show critics. So I think we would have given it tens if we weren't as professionals as we were in the beginning. I, I don't know about I don't know about me being professional, even though I get what no, you're saying. No, yes. I know. Well, no, you I'm gotta kidding, you I'm gotta kidding. believe I'm, you gotta I'm believe you're but. professional first. <laughs> that's where that's where it starts. You gotta believe you're professional. Every nah, every man. review I give is pristine. Why why pristine. fake it until I make it when I can just get imposter syndrome and be scared to do anything? Papo. I thought you were gonna say why could I fake it? Why fake it till you make it when you could just keep faking? it? Just keep faking it forever. <laughs> yeah, just never stop faking. You're good. <laughs> um, here's the thing, though. Uh, I I did think about the episode a little bit more, and I am gonna bump my score because I I didn't take the music as heavy into account. And how great of a composer Charlie Day is, and not only that, how how excellently these guys collaborate across multiple mediums, and we're we're seeing that. Um, not just in the TV show and when they do these musical bits, but like where we see it when they're doing like their podcast, we see that this like all translates over into different mediums. And um, I just think this episode's a good example of that. I think the music's a great example of their abilities as a group. Like I just said, um, I'm not going to go crazy with it. I'll just make it an even eight because I think anything less than an eight for this episode is absolutely tragic. It does nothing for our score. I'm just doing that one for me, you know? Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to do it for, for me. Yeah, for number one. So is there anyone here who wants to go ahead and give it a perfect 10? You could do it with basically no reasoning right now. No, if anything, I like hard. I wouldn't permute the name of 10 like that. <laughs> but you would for uh, Dennis Looks Like a Registered Sex Offender? Bro, that's the best fucking episode. Okay. I don't, I don't okay. know what you want from me. Okay. Okay. Adam? You know, I, I think that Sweet D has a heart attack is better than this one. Or, or, or I like that one better. So I can't give this one a full 10. And that's okay, because I respect you now. It took it oh. took 50-something episodes and almost 10,000 downloads, and now I respect you. But he respects you. you. Right now, <laughs> at this moment, I start respecting we've you. We've known each other for years. 
<laughs> it's time you knew, Adam. <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. And uh, and you guys listening are awesome. Let's give some more shout outs uh, real quick. We got we got Dr. Dave following us uh, on Instagram. Uh, Daniel's following us asking uh, what's wrong with us for not giving Charlie Wants an abortion a higher score. Maybe yeah. we'll have to revisit season one eventually. Um, we got, we, who else we got here following us? We got Jay following us. Thank you for listening. And we got so many great people that have followed us along the way. I do not have the time or the dexterity right now to pull you guys up on one list, but just know we appreciate you guys so much. You know, uh, what are they saying? Well, first of all, they let us know when I mess up the uploads. Good. Like there's been a couple times where I've uh, uploaded a draft or poor version of the episode and you guys let us know right away which is something i would never imagine when we started this podcast that people would be responding as soon as the episode is uploaded cool i i just it, it's crazy you guys are awesome and thank you all for listening to us so much uh we appreciate you guys so much mm-hmm. uh and like i said we're we're getting very close to ten thousand downloads here and i think once we get to ten thousand downloads we should finally uh bite the bullet and have some milk steak Really? What do you think? We can make a rum ham Ooh, and some milk steak? I'll have milk steak if we get to 10,000. If we get to 10,000 downloads? Yeah. We will cook and eat I'll some milk I'll bring the steak. jelly beans. Okay, you'll, you'll, you'll fly in and have some jelly beans with us? Should we talk about season five a little bit? or? Yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah. Season five, we got some great episodes coming up for you guys. Uh, is season five what you guys are looking forward to most next? Because to be honest with yeah. you, I'm kind of looking forward to like season seven-ish, the, the like eight nine ten I, I i like some older stuff what, what do you what do you guys think season five coming up every episode is a treasure mm-hmm, yeah except for gun just fever? about except for gun fever fuck that <laughs> uh let's let's talk about the episodes we got coming up next season starting it off with the gang exploits a mortgage crisis it's gonna be an interesting one uh we got Funny. we got hugh honey vic vinegar i believe is where we get those guys uh, and D becoming a surrogate. We got the gang hits the road. What uh, a lot of people also consider to be a number one contender. Um, going to the Grand Canyon, the Great Recession. The Great Recession is season three. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Uh, Frank yeah. and the gang of Frank and intervention. We got Frank going absolutely wild on episode four. Guys, that's gonna be that a good one. one. Intervention is gonna be a good one. We're going to block the wind while he roasts his bone. Uh, the Waitress is Getting Married in Episode yeah. 5. Yeah. And the World Series Defense Great in Episode one. 6. 10. That's a, that's a 10. Hi, maybe. In the Tunnel of the Marriott while we talk about that one. Uh, episode 7, we meet the maniac when the gang wrestles for the oh, troops. This one's great. Rest in peace, Rowdy oh. Rowdy Piper. Yes. Rest in peace, man. Oh, that's going to be great. Uh, episode 8, Patty's Pub, home of the original Kitten Mittens egg that's gonna be a good time mac and dennis break up in episode nine we get introduced to the dennis system in episode 10 iconic uh mac and charlie write a movie in episode 11 unless that's donnie's brother the guy who made the thing the dennis system is based off of (laughs) that's my brother (laughs) (laughs) donnie is related to the person who wrote the book that the dennis system was parodied from really and I still I'm have like it. I'm like barely, first of all, to clarify, I'm like barely related through my stepdad. 
So it's like a so it's Donnie's it's it's Donnie it's his, the Donnie's vestigial him and Donnie were Siamese twins. Yeah, they yeah, they were, yeah, they no, were we got, separated yeah, at birth. It, it, yeah, there you go. That's that's what you don't know. And then he remarried back into the family, and he became your brother. You can't escape this. You can't escape this. So, uh, little little do you guys know. I haven't mentioned it, but uh, I have hung on to that copy Donnie gave me. What was it? A year and a half ago? A year ago? And uh, I I've been perusing through it when I can stomach it and I'm excited to to talk about how this book compares to the Dennis's system in episode 10 and uh there's there's some striking similarities but mm. I don't want to spoil anything but uh it's been weird having the pickup artist guide on my bookshelf where I live with my girlfriend because you know obviously uh the gang reignites the rivalry at the end of She's season 5 She's she's gonna catch on to you eventually. You know, it's right there next to the Bible. Maybe you could show her all the work you've been doing. <laughs> Maybe she'll be appreciative. She's like, you've been reading that book an awfully lot, and you're taking notes. Like, is there something we need to talk about? <laughs> you go and disappear with the boys for an hour every other week. What's going on here? That's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, so we finish out season five of the Gang Reignites the Rivalry. We will have respect for the legends at Patty's. We got we got a good time. Flipadelphia is hitting us this season. There's a lot to love in season five. What do you guys think? Are you excited? Take it, leave it. That was a lot of good episodes, but I'm still more excited for season six. Not to get too far ahead, but season no, I feel six that. is one of my favorites. I know, not I'm to excited be every day to wake up in this beautiful world. <laughs> I'm just excited to start a new season. I was like getting Same. a new season in there. You get that you get that yeah. fresh new season, yeah. new season mm-hmm. air. We maybe we can get on our shit again, who knows, possibly. Uh yeah, this this season this season was weird. Uh we we did take that hiatus and you, you know the crazy thing is I was I was scared to start this up again cuz I was like, you know, any listenership we had is just gone. Like we're going to start from square one, which which is okay, you know. I'm okay. I, I would have been cool starting from square one. But the fact that not only does it seem like everyone who's listening before is still listening to us, but like the fact we have more people that have jumped on. And obviously the fact that the guys are doing their own podcast has yeah. helped us greatly. I'm sure. And we appreciate all of you that have found us because of that. But um, I'm excited to put this one behind us, get started on a fresh set of downs, yeah. and uh, see what we can come up with in season five. We got Jabroni Talks. Oh yeah, we got some good Jabroni jabroni talks coming might do a little iceberg episode mm. if you guys haven't heard of the sunny iceberg give that a check out we're gonna talk about that maybe uh we got we some fuck around and make a youtube debut if we're really gonna make and eat some milk steak Ooh, Ooh. it'd be fun to make a little youtube video instead of like a podcast out of it since we're gonna be like cooking and eating and we could uh, it can still be a podcast some... conversation type shit but we could live stream we could live stream watching we could an episode too. we could just like if we just like put it out like hey guys this time on this day we're gonna live stream us eating a milk that'd be the first time anyone really saw our faces probably yeah should we live stream an uh, while us um, watching I mean, an I... episode Ooh, we could put an episode on. i don't know let us know what you guys want to see if you guys want to see us actually eat some milk steak first of all get us to ten thousand downloads yes. which shouldn't be happening uh very far off i think it's happening pretty soon mm. i think Ooh. we're we're getting pretty close I don't know. What do you guys think? Should we should we uh, call it season five? Get ready. 
There we go. Here we go. Thank you guys again for listening, and uh, be sure to hit subscribe, get notified when Season 5 starts, and we will see you guys all very soon uh, to start things off right. Season 5, Episode 1 coming at you. The gang exploits the mortgage crisis. This episode was pristine! (laughs) Thank you.